Good afternoon. This is All India Radio and I am Abhishek Mukhopadhyay with the Midday News. The headlines. Supreme Court tells 10 rebel MLAs from Karnataka to appear before assembly speaker this evening, asks the speaker to decide on their resignations today itself. Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy refuses to quit. In Ayodhya land dispute case, Apex Court seeks status report on mediation proceedings from three-member panel headed by Justice Khalifullah within a week. Flood situation critical in Assam as surging waters inundate new areas. Health and Family Welfare Minister Harsh Vardhan calls for good communication with people to address growing population challenge. And in the ICC World Cup cricket, Australia to clash with England in the second semi-final at Birmingham this afternoon. The Supreme Court today allowed 10 rebel Karnataka MLAs to meet the Assembly Speaker at 6 this evening and convey a decision of the resignation to him. The court directed Karnataka Director General of Police to provide protection to the rebel MLAs from Bangalore Airport to Assembly on the arrival from Mumbai. The Apex Court also asked Karnataka Assembly Speaker to decide on MLA's resignation during the course of the day. The decision taken by the Speaker has to be intimated to the court by tomorrow when it takes up the matter again. At the outset, the Apex Court made it clear that it was passing orders on the 10 MLAs who were before it and not the others. The 10 rebel MLAs had moved Apex Court alleging that the Karnataka Assembly Speaker was not accepting their resignations. A Bengaluru correspondent has filed this report. The rebel MLAs are likely to reach Bengaluru in the evening today. The Congress rebel MLA ST Somsheka has already arrived here and has said that all of them will meet speaker together. The Congress leaders held meeting in the morning today on the ways to save the coalition government. BJP with a strength of 107 is waiting for the speaker meeting the rebel MLAs in the evening. They have fixed the legislative party meeting in Vidhan Sabha today instead of their party office. Sudhindra AIR News Bengaluru Meanwhile, Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy has said that he will not resign despite 18 MLAs withdrawing their support to his government. Addressing media persons after meeting senior Congress leaders in Bangalore today, he said his government has the numbers. Kumaraswamy reminded media persons that in 2009-2010, BJP leader B.S. Yadurappa too had not resigned when 18 MLAs had withdrawn their support to his government. Karnataka government has called the cabinet meeting today to be chaired by Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy. It is likely to discuss the next course of action amidst continuing political crisis. Ten Congress MLAs from Goa who had formally split and merged with the BJP will meet BJP President Amit Shah in New Delhi today. This was confirmed by Goa Chief Minister Pramod Savant who is in New Delhi along with the MLAs. Yesterday, leader of the opposition in Goa Assembly, Chandrakant, Kablekar led a group of 10 Congress MLAs to merge with the BJP. The move bolstered BJP's numbers in the Legislative Assembly from 17 to 27 MLAs and consolidated its government. Congress today raised the issues related to political situation in Karnataka and Goa in the Rajya Sabha. When the House met, Congress leader Anand Sharma raised the issue, alleging that the elected government has been destabilized in Karnataka. He said the situation in Karnataka and Goa is an assault on democracy. Responding to it, Information and Broadcasting Minister Prakash Javrekar took a dig at the Congress asking who is the president of the party and apparent reference to Rahul Gandhi's resignation. He wondered how BJP can be responsible for the current situation of the Congress. 
Later, Congress members staged a walkout from the House over the issue. Congress-led opposition today staged a walkout from Lok Sabha over the situation in Karnataka and Goa. During zero hour, Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary of the Congress raised the issue, saying that democracy is under threat in the two states. Congress also staged a protest outside Parliament. Several top leaders of the party, including Sonia Gandhi, Rahul Gandhi and Anand Sharma, protested in front of the Mahatma Gandhi statue. Speaking to media, Rahul Gandhi said they are protesting against the ongoing political situation in Karnataka and Goa. Senior Congress leader P. Chidambaram today criticized the union budget, saying it lacks steps for structural reforms in the country's economy. Participating in the debate on the union budget in the Rajya Sabha, he said it is the first budget which does not give numbers related to total revenue, expenditure, fiscal deficit and other figures. Mr. Chidambaram said the budget has nothing to improve the domestic and household savings. Anil Jain of the BJP highlighted the several measures taken by the NDA government for development of the country. He also said the economy has been strengthened under Prime Minister Narendra Modi's leadership. Ravi Prakash Verma of the Samajwadi Party also spoke on the budget. Alias zero and question hours were suspended to take up discussion on union budget in the Rajya Sabha. This is All India Radio giving you the news for quick news updates around the clock. Follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. The Supreme Court today sought a fresh status report on the ongoing mediation proceedings in the Ram Janmabhoomi Babri Masjid Ayodhya land dispute case within a week. The court made it clear that if the vexatious issue was not resolved amicably, it would hear the matter on a day-to-day -day basis from the 25th of this month. A five-judge constitution bench headed by Chief Justice of India, Ranjan Gogoi, requested former Apex Court Judge Justice F.M.I. Khalifullah, chairperson of the three-member mediation panel, to submit the report by 18th of this month, a death report. The Apex Court passed the order while hearing an application filed by legal heirs of one of the original litigants, Gopal Singh Visharad, seeking a judicial decision on the dispute and annulment of the ongoing mediation process, alleging that nothing much was happening. The Apex Court had on 8th of March referred the matter to the panel of mediators for exploring the possibility of an amicable settlement. In its order, the top court had asked the panel to hold in-camera proceedings and conclude the process within eight weeks. It may be recalled that 14 appeals have been filed in the Apex Court since the 2010 Allahabad High Court judgment delivered in four civil suits that the 2.77-acre land in Ayodhya be partitioned equally among the three parties, the Sunni Vakaf Board, the Nirmohi Akara and Ramlala. Aarti Rana, News Desk. In a sound flood situation remains critical as surging waters inundated new areas today. Official sources said the breach of embankments flooded several villages at Tengaguri in Morigao and Lanka Suburi in Tihu Circle. Several rivers including the Brahmaputra and its tributaries are in spate. More from a correspondent. Around 2.5 lakh people are affected in the current flood in 12 districts in Assam. Dhemaji and Lakhimpur are among the worst districts. NDRF and SDRF are placed into rescue wars. 40% were shifted to the settled places at Bangaijo district late last night. Surging water caused damage to 1,000 hectares of agricultural land, roads and culverts. Floodwater also inundated low-lying areas of a few national parks and wildlife sanctuaries. Manas Budim Sarma, AR News, Guwahati. In Bihar, many rivers of the northern region are in spade due to incessant rain in catchment areas for the past four days. 
The Med Department has sounded an alert of heavy to extreme heavy rain at several places in western, northern and eastern Bihar in the next three days. Our correspondent reports that the rivers Gandak, Bagmati, Buri Gandak, originating from Nepal, are flowing above the danger mark at several places. Heavy rains in Maharashtra's Palghar district have disrupted traffic movement from Mukhada to neighboring Nasik district. According to the chief of disaster management cell, a major portion of a bridge on a small river at Morchundi village washed away this morning. While no casualty has been reported, incidents of rainwater gushing inside villagers' homes have come to light. Union Health and Family Welfare Minister Harsh Vardhan today highlighted the importance of imparting good quality information and knowledge to people consistently for making any health program a success. Speaking at the inaugural of a workshop on the occasion of World Population Day in Delhi, the minister said growing population is a cause for concern. He stated that even seemingly impossible tasks like containing population can be made possible with a good vision and proper communication with the common people. He cited the polio eradication program and emphasized how good communication about the subject made the program a success. The most important thing that is needed to make anything success is imparting good quality information and knowledge consistently to people and also to supplement it consistently with motivation. You can try hundreds of techniques but every technique may fail. A simple motivation may help or a true knowledge and information we can impart that to the right person who actually needs that, who deserves that and to whom imparting of that knowledge is absolutely essential. The health minister said population has risen from 30 crores at the time of independence to over 130 crore and there are reports which suggest that the country will surpass China in future. He said NDA government is committed to making healthcare accessible and affordable for all sections of society. Our correspondent reports the theme for World Population Day this year is ICPD at 25, leveraging partnerships. The day is observed every year to highlight importance of population stabilization which is critical determinant of human development. This year's World Population Day calls for global attention to the unfinished business of the 1994 International Conference on Population and Development. Prasar Bharti and Indian Institute of Technology Kanpur today signed a Memorandum of Understanding for Research, Collaboration in Newly Emerging Technologies and Broadcasting Related Areas in New Delhi. The move is likely to boost research activities in the field of broadcasting. The MOU will be effective from today and will remain in force for a period of five years. Direct to mobile broadcasting, convergence of 5G, artificial intelligence, incubation center by Prasar Bharti and student internship for students of IIT Kanpur at Prasar Bharti among the main areas in the research collaboration. Chief Executive Officer Prasar Bharti Sashi Shekhar Vempati and Director IIT Kanpur Abhay Karandikar were pres present on the occasion. Mr. Vimpati said this engagement with IIT Kanpur on research and development and innovation are very important as the onus is on the largest public broadcaster to actively look to future, develop and shape the future with emerging technologies. This convergence that is happening between broadcasting and other technologies, primarily mobile telecom technologies, emerging areas like 5G and so on. It's very important that we have a clear way forward. The amount of technology that we are importing from a broadcasting standpoint. So how can we nurture and develop an ecosystem in India uh, with startups so that a lot of this technology gets developed and created in India. So these will all be areas that can emerge through this collaboration with IIT Kanpur. This MOU is a starting point. There will be specific projects that uh, we will together develop.
The CBI is carrying out searches at the residence of noted lawyer Indira Jaising and offices of Lawyers Collective, a non-governmental organization run by her husband Anand Grover. The searches are taking place at the Nizamuddin residence and office of Jaising, office of the NGO in Jangpura area of Delhi and an office in Mumbai since early morning. Grover was booked by the agency for alleged Foreign Contribution Regulation Act, FCRA violations in receiving foreign aid. Nepal's Supreme Court has stayed the government's move of rolling back its earlier decision to check permitted levels of pesticides in vegetables and fruits imported from India. A single bench of Justice Ananda Mohan Bhatta Rai issued the ruling yesterday and asked the government authorities to continue testing of imported vegetables and fruits. More from a correspondent. Last week, government of Nepal had put on hold testing of vegetables and fruits imported from India at the custom points due to lack of infrastructure facilities. A public interest litigation was filed by two advocates at the Supreme Court on Tuesday against the government's move of rolling back its earlier decision. On June 17, Nepal government had instructed its border authorities to test the level of pesticides before allowing Indian vegetables and fruits. Following the instructions, hundreds of trucks have been stuck at various border points. Nepal is highly dependent on fruits and vegetables imported from India. The Supreme Court has asked all concerned parties to appear before the court on July 15. Rajkumar, AIR News, Kathmandu. In the ICC Cricket World Cup, defending champions Australia will play host England in the second semi-final at Birmingham this afternoon. The match will begin at 3 p.m. Indian time. All India Radio will broadcast live commentary on the game from 2.30 p.m. It can be heard on the Rajasthani channel, FM Rainbow Network and addition frequencies. In the first semi-final last evening, India lost to New Zealand by 18 runs at Manchester. The final will be played in London on Sunday. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Supreme Court tells 10 rebel MLAs from Karnataka to appear before the Assembly Speaker this evening, asks the Speaker to decide on the designations today itself. Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy refuses to quit. In Ayodhya land dispute case, Apex Court seeks status report on mediation proceedings from three-member panel headed by Justice Khalifullah within a week. Flood situation critical in Assam as surging waters inundate new areas. Health and Family Welfare Minister Harshvardhan calls for good communication with people to address growing population challenge. And in the ICC World Cup cricket, Australia to clash with England in the second semi-final at Birmingham this afternoon. And for details of these stories and more, log on to our website www.newsonair.com. And with that, we end the midday news. <laughs> 